We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up, everybody, and welcome in to the Backliners podcast, Agro and Barracuda, as per usual. Today, joined by none other than Polar Bear Mike. Uh, listen, for those of you who were here early, uh, well done. You got here early. You may have seen me staring longingly uh, at my other monitor. It's because I was waiting for Barrett to finish his dang assault game, man. I was I, I was waiting for you, Barry. Okay, I was. I'm literally three minutes late, dude. <laughs> like I just finished. Listen, but game. it caused me to go live without the splash screen because I was making sure that I was ready to run our hashtag ad. Getting <laughs> you know, I get punished for doing my due diligence. Uh, oh and yeah, being, and you... being a good host. Those don't yeah. feel very correlated, by the way. What do you mean? They're like all you correlated. putting up the wrong screen and him uh-huh. being late doesn't. That's not a. <laughs> that's like not a cause and effect, you know. How are you not getting it, Mike? I was if if Barry was sitting on his home Am screen. I stupid. Yeah, I think you might be. If Barry was sitting on his home screen, waiting for me to tell him you're good to host, uh-huh. then yeah. I would have instantly mm-hmm. put back my splash screen and been good to go but i was locked into his cthulhu gameplay where he this? he zones How the chiron he kills him for free he kills another guy he goes we're winning then all of a sudden he realizes his whole team is dead and realizes i think we're losing like i, I was i was enraptured yeah, I think that's just something that frontliners have to go through. You know? And we all know what rapture means, and I'm not looking at it. <laughs> Enraptured. E-N. <laughs> just, uh, you know, I was caught up in the moment. I was caught up in the moment. And that's what you get for going to twitch.tv slash two R's, two C's, two D's. Uh, and that's how you can find Barracuda stream for the record. Um, Mike, I-, I know as an avid uh, podcast fan, um, yeah. you- I'm sure you listen to all of our episodes going through and talking about the season eight changes for each and every class. But you've been kind of uh, you've been kind of on the sidelines for a little bit here. You were taking a little smite break 
and you finally uh, and you're finally diving in. So um, without getting too emo here, uh, <laughs> why did you decide to take a little break to start off season eight? Um, I did it last year as well, not as long, um, but from like the end of Worlds to when we'll play our first set, it's like three and a half months. So I just kind of think like the actual release of the season doesn't line up with our competitive career. And I think it's like the only long break you're going to get. So in my opinion, I just like wanted to take advantage of it. And uh, I think a lot of people like after Worlds, they'll like see the world's meta i guess and like want to practice that and like grind it out and i definitely did not have any desire (laughs) that is for sure yeah i think uh, i think that makes some sense so i guess the the best way to do it then since you've you've played uh you just started playing this week um what's the ranked record looking like right now mike um i'm like I don't know which is which, but I know between like duel and conquest, I'm like 31 and 0 because I'm just I feel bad, dude. I'm just like going through gold players, and <laughs> it's rough, man. And I'm not playing like off roll. Like I'm playing my main role, and I'm like at their phoenix at like seven minutes, and like, <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm not tryharding, but I'm not trolling either. So I don't know. Yeah, I uh, we played a game together. Your first your first conquest game. Uh, what was with me on stream and you picked Hercules and you single-handedly won that game pretty much instantly. Well, of course, except for me, Barry, if you want to actually check the VOD, uh, twitch.tv slash aggro, of course, oh, yeah. I was putting yeah. the Chernabog max on display. I did not. Oh, max my th- live? Yeah, he might not have. That's kind of on him, but it, 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 no, listen, anyone can, can do that. Actually, I turned off my VOD. So, uh, unlucky for you. Um, well, Everyone says that that's the way to get around DMCA. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, uh, so I can not play DMCA music on your stream. What's the point of streaming if I can't listen to my music? There's yeah. plenty of music that's not DMCA. All that music's bad. Incorrect, bro. Are, are you yeah. a Monster Cat stan? No, I am a UNFD stan. What is UNFD? It's a record label for like metal and alternative, and they said none of our music is DMCA, and... Uh, Okay. All right. I'll try it out, but no, no promises. To be like, to be put in your place, but uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I googled it. He's he's not trolling, you know. It's good. Okay. All right. Not bad. I guess I'll give it a shot, but I uh, I highly doubt. Go ahead. Okay, I know we're on Twitch, but the Twitch soundtrack or whatever it is has some of the worst music I have ever listened to. Oh, it is not good. Yeah, do not go down that road ever. Literally worse music. Listen, I'm trying to bump some of my favorite bands. They, I assume they're all DM, like their record labels are mm-hmm. DMCA me. So I turned off odds, turned off clips, and the Twitch police best come correct for me <laughs> while I'm live. And I'm taking the risk, you know? That's, uh, that's how it is. This is not advice for any streamers out there. Yeah, uh, yeah this is terrible advice. Take it all with an asterisk. Yeah, stream bets. So that, or no, so... Classy Dave said stream beats. I thought he was saying that I'm making a stream bet kind of, and I was about that, but I'm not about stream beats. I'm about stream bets and I'm betting that I'm not going to get in trouble. You guys picking up what I'm putting down here? Yeah. I mean, I want to have a gambling problem. So, right. Well, we've got a channel in the discord just for that, Mike, you've got to hop in on, on some of those bets. That's, that's the big thing. They're like betting against competitive smite stuff. I can't like, well, I'm not doing, I'm not doing that either, but, 
you know the Atlanta Hawks are going to make the playoffs as, as the seventh seed or better, and I'm going to be collecting some some jelly beans from Mirk. The stand-ins are pretty, hey, you know, Hawks are on a four-game win. They're on a four-game winning streak right now. We just yeah, changed no, no, coaches. Good. We're, we're hitting the gas, as we should probably do with this podcast, because I, I have no idea what's going on. Um, okay, actually, I'm not going to talk about Smite. I'm going to talk about why my brain is so frazzled. <laughs> this is flowers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is going to be our longest episode ever. What's the deal with, with this this clock moving around? Totally messed me up. You know what I mean? Like, I thought I was mean, cooking dinner. Daylight savings. I thought you meant like a little. Okay, <laughs> right? Yeah, daylight savings time totally messed me up. I'm. I'm uh, I feel like it's only seven o'clock, and I still have an hour to get started on the podcast. That's so, so we're not starting for an hour. Uh, that's the deal. We're going to sit here and we're going to talk until actually eight o'clock. Um, and then we're actually going to get started. Okay. Chat's getting mad, but Panda Cat's the one riling up all the, all the viewers. So I don't know how much I, I really value that. Mike, should I, should I be listening to Panda at all? What are you doing, Lane? Max is just like, I don't know. He's just, you know, clowning. Yeah. I think he's super intelligent and always right. Wow. Well, in that case, you're talking about me talking about Panda. That makes sense. No, <laughs> Panda towards you with any topic that he happens to bring up or subject and like you lost a team me. talk. You lost me. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, really? you, yeah. We're a little confused, but that, yeah. that's fine. All right, let's talk season eight then. I suppose since that's what chat wants. Uh, <laughs> Mike, let's do let's do it this way. Let's do um, things that uh, you thought like expectations that have panned out again with the understanding that you're playing just mostly against gold players so far you're starting to climb up those ranks but in your own uh, experiences what were something what were some things that you thought uh were going to be good that did turn out to be good and some things that you thought were going to be good but turned out to be bad and and vice versa you know what i'm talking about okay first i just want to say mm-hmm. yesterday i did ascend to the ranks of uh i had a couple games against rongyu and you know I'm 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 in the MMR range where I can actually hit some cues. Okay. That, whoa, whoa, whoa. Could say. you hit the Nika cue? I could hit the Nika Chu cue. Okay, okay, that's big. I can't hit the Nika cue, but the Nika Chu cue is in my. Uh, well, yeah. he, you've got like what, thirty six hours before he's back it's on Twitch TV slash Nika. Yeah. So you, I mean, it'll, it'll be in my cue zone for okay, sure. Right. So, um, God, I'm devolved. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, yeah, nothing really surprised me a ton. I mean, even though I wasn't playing and I was, like, trying to, like, stay off, like, internet, social media stuff just to, like, detox a bit. Um, I still, like, watch streams and, like, obviously, like, talk to people who are playing and, like, read our team's group chat. So I already, like, went into it with a few expectations. I'd say the only thing I'm, like, I feel like there's some of the the balance for support start starter items is like a little frustrating to me. Cause I just think that the core mechanic of it is you do just need like farm on those mm-hmm. starter items. Like you just need gold. And I know that, uh, benevolence like got buffed, so maybe that'll help it. But I feel like war flags kind of just like a dead item for a competitive player in its current mm-hmm. state. And that's kind of frustrating. Uh, so yeah, I'd say that's like an item that, I expected to feel like a little better in lane and I was kind of underwhelmed by it. Mm -hmm. And then things that felt pretty good. 
I think just like a bunch of the damage items, if you're a guardian, like any of the single damage items you can go feel really, really good. Um, even like the new Deso is like, of course, on some mages, it's really sick, but having like flat cooldown reduction on your abilities, like just taking that time off mm -hmm. uh, for a guardian as like a luxury item feels really, really good as well. So I feel like there's a little bit more diversity there. I think previously you'd pretty much just get Spear of the Magus, like most times maybe Chronos Pendant if you needed CDR. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Uh, Bera, for, from your from your end, Mike's saying that he was expecting Warflag to feel a little bit more impactful. How impactful do you think it feels to you as the ADC when your support has it? It feels really nice if you're able to take the 2v2s, but if their jungler's been in duo jungle for like 30, 40, 50 seconds, and you're unable to like really just push your lead over there... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And you win, like, an early aggressive start on him, it feels awful. Because mm -hmm. you're just like, okay, the second we play up here, he's going to be here, and then we'll just get ganked and die, and then we're war flag from behind, so it's just awful. Which is kind of like the pressure meta from before. Like, anytime you get behind with, like, one of those super aggro lanes, you just lose. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. It does feel nice if you're able to get, take the fight and if you're able to do the 2v2s after you kill the minions. But outside of that, I think it's pretty bad. Yeah, I think... And I think once... Sorry. I think once he leaves lane, I think it's really bad. Yeah, just getting put in my place again. No, no worries. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm used to being here all of a sudden, I suppose. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Uh... <laughs> I guess, Mike, how, how different, I mean, this is all, again, with the understanding that you haven't started scrimming yet, and, um, you know, it's still just starting to break into some of the bigger queues, but how different do you feel like the, the support god pool 
is at, at a high level. Do you think it's changed significantly since last year? Um, it's kind of hard to tell just because like meta changes just in other roles will like impact your own like counter matchups and, you know, things of that nature. I haven't played like Yemoja was like a top pick all last year. I haven't played a single game of Yemoja yet, so I don't know how she feels. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I like character strength is somewhat independent of the other changes. Like obviously like item changes and map changes influence it. Uh, I also think the the starts will dictate a good bit because it just seems like at least the ranked start, which I mean, I, I think starts will always change a good bit when everybody is like actually in the swing of scrimming and like trying different stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, if you're just a character that can clear purple, like, and just get to level two on the first wave, then obviously like that'll just favor characters who are really good at level two. So like a character like Serb, who maybe isn't like as sick level two uh, compared to other characters like Horus, for example, probably won't feel as good. So it just depends. But I don't think like anything that was played last year is probably still like just as viable. Yeah, I think, um, you know, there have been a decent amount of balance changes since the last um, competitive play, but I I kind of agree. I don't think that there's any supports that have really stood out to me. Maybe like Kabraken didn't see a ton of play and support at the end of last year, but he's felt pretty good. Barry, any thoughts on the support god pool right now? Jing Ten's the most OP support god, and there are literally no okay, other support man. base. <laughs> well, that's because that's for you. That's your that's your support god puddle is Xing Chen. Bro, that character is so OP. <laughs> uh, I swear that character is OP. Ganesh got worse. Cab feels all right. I haven't played Sylv, and Cab uh, feels pretty good. I think Cab like blinks under and like Desa or like an offensive item feels insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just think Xing Ten's OP. I will stand by that. Correct. Is that is that right, Mike? Uh, Shing Chen busted. People uh, like I'm not saying. Roast him. Like, put, put him in his place. No, put no, him in his place. Okay. Put him in his place. Everybody always overvalues how good characters who are hard to kill are. If that makes sense. So like stuff like Shing Ten when it's meta or Fafnir or Sobek. Like if those gods are just annoying to kill, people are like, oh, it's broken. And like obviously, if you're a carry, it's really annoying. But like their overall impact in the game is really not that crazy. Like, they don't pressure I mean, people maybe that yours well. Isn't. <laughs> Yo, you, you gotta start watching some VODs. I, I got three lands left here you can watch if you want. <laughs> We're not playing that game today, Johnny. Yeah, John puts me in my place, gets a big head, thinks, no he, thinks he can come at Mike. That's... Clearly, you don't know the pecking order around here. It's, it's, it's guest on top, then Barra, then me. That's how it works. You gotta be showing some respect. Over there. Sorry, continue your uh, Shington roast that you. No, no, that that was it. It's just like okay, that's it. Yeah, okay. Well, you're wrong, but. Right. Well, now that we know that Ching Chen, and we all agree, by the way, that Ching Chen is obviously the best support in the whole game, potentially even Mm -hmm. the best character. Uh, Brit fifty in the chat has a question for Young Mike. Brits heard some mixed opinions on Thebes and seen some supports not pick it up and others do. Do you think it has a place as it do you, has its place as a must pick item or optional now that uh, some other items have gotten changes? Yeah, I could go on like a, a tangent about this. Uh, Please but... do. It's a podcast and Lord knows I'm looking for time here. Who knows what's going to happen the rest of this podcast? Okay, my, I guess I should have said this earlier when you asked like expectations on season eight. Uh, and one of them were, I've seen a lot of people complaining about uh, like tanks not feeling tanky. And I think a lot of that will make sense because 
there's just more farm and carries are going to get to their full build a little quicker. Uh, but part of that is I feel like the way I'm seeing it specifically supports build. I don't have as much an opinion on solo because I don't play that. But uh, I see a lot of supports kind of just go, in my opinion, kind of like trash defense items. Like I'll see a lot of like Witchblade and Wingblades and people not going Thebes and just your overall prots when you get to the late game are just basically crippled from going those items. Uh, so I feel like if you're under the expectation that you're going to have like a pretty important team fighting stage, I, I think like Thebes is always like a really good first item. Obviously, you have to be comfortable playing with your early game and like knowing that power spike. But if you can go Thebes, I think you should go it literally every game. It's just the best defense item in the game, like stat wise. Um, and it just gives you a lot of freedom in the rest of your build. Like it makes it very easy to get CDR elsewhere. It makes it easy to like you know, if you go Thebes and you get ahead, you can go a damage item third, uh, depending on the character. It just allows you to do things that if you go Sav, you pretty much have to follow a cookie cutter of like, I went Boots, then I went Sav, now their mage is a problem, I have to go magic defense, and then you're just kind of like, your ability to build more unique passives kind of uh, whips out of the window a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I think Sav obviously feels pretty good in stacking those auras feels extra good in season eight because of uh sentinels embrace being so important come the late game unless of course you're like gino and you're a boon goon um who's gonna be going <laughs> in there <laughs> don't buy that item ever man it, it's not even good to troll with like just buy mannequins or like sundering axe and just get in there like what do you mean oh my god but i started with sentinels gift so now my options are problem. win the that, game yeah we agree that's the problem okay. we understand <laughs> okay so yeah we you want to go with some maybe just boots rush um and then straight into uh straight into your power items and then you just get mannequins late game. That's how you play support in season eight. That's <laughs> that's what it's all about. No, Sentinel's boon is bad unless you're as smart as uh, Gino, in which case you could probably make it work. Well, um, Gino is just like dead before he's even near his teammates. So he can just right. get the wave and that like that wave is worth so much to him. Now. Right. Like he's spending a lot of that gold later on in base whenever he gets put there by dying. By being yeah, exactly. Position. OK. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. That's good. Are you a, are, are you a Sentinel's boon Shing Chen main bear? Have you tried it yet? I mean, no, your golden comes going to be insane. I literally never bought that. I don't, I don't even I assume it just gives you more gold for minion kills or something like that. Like. Yeah, and a ton of uh, and a ton of sustain as well. You get it's just like oh, sentinels sustain. souped up sentinels around a minion wave. That's what I want. Late you game. get percent healing around uh, around the the minion wave on sieges. Yeah, that is op, right? Just by embrace, dude. There's one so, more thing about Boone. I have a problem with like by the time you get it, it'll be your like fifth item mm-hmm. as a support when you're like level seventeen. And it doesn't even speed up the rest of your build because instead of wasting <laughs> the 1500 gold, just buy your sixth item. Like, what do you mean? Just, just skip the freaking boon, man. Dude, but then you it's, get so much gold. I'm getting my 3K pot so way bad. faster that way, right? If you got, if you get your 3K pot, the other five players on the enemy team, they're playing EUSCC and they're AFK the whole time. <laughs> they are useless, man. Dude, EUSCC is a. A slog. There's no. There's no other word for it, man. It is slow. That. That's the way. That's the way it's got to be. Um, all right. So if you still think Thebes is really good, Mike, binding still uh, feels pretty good to me in, in the support games that I've played. Is it a. Is it a Thebes binding and then damage if you're ahead or just Thebes I think damage after, like you said. Okay, I think like someone asked about boots. I saw. Um, Boots, I think you should pretty much go tank boots or CDR boots every game without exception. Um, 
I don't think there's characters I would really build Travelers or Lifesteal Boots on, but maybe like one in like literally 200 games. Um, I think Tank Boots are really overstated. So I think if you just go Tank Boots, Thebes, that'll be like most of your games, probably like over half. Uh, from there, I think it just depends. Like, if they're four fizz, like Slime and Sob is going to feel really, really good there. Uh, if you're a character that like has good synergy with Pridwin, going that could feel really nice there and just getting CDR. Binding is definitely good if you want uh, damage. I think it kind of depends. I'd say those three would be your most common third item, like Pridwin, Binding, or um, or Sav. But yeah, I think I think you can pretty much do whatever after Thebes, which is kind of the reason I think it's still good. Barra, as a backliner, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I feel like tank boots are the b- most broken item in the whole game. They should be just, removed. You start like, hitting them for like 50, like right when they back, and you can get them like super fast this season. I feel like it's faster yeah. than last season, unless I'm just trolling. I think it is. I well, think it your is. boots finish? Yeah. Yeah, for supports. Mm. Feels like I it's think at least it, the same. I, I think it'll it'll feel faster because people aren't buying to zero all the time, right? Like if you have Sentinels, you oh, just have yeah. an extra hundred gold. So oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like the other thing is like, like I'm like yeah, I'm gonna kill the support. I'm gonna hit them off this CC, and then they're gonna you know we're just gonna chain CC them off of like my kit and my supports kit, and then they have twenty percent CCR right off the rip, and they don't they, they I can't CC them like at all. It. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm a tank boots hater, and by that I mean I'm a tank boots lover, and that I think that they're the best item in the game. But I hate them because I don't want to play against them. Yeah, I think they're super overstated and kind of boring to play against. But I yeah. think like tank boots like are a necessity, but I think we're in their current state, they're like super overstated. I hate the the CCR on them because I think it limits uh, like support god pools like pretty hard. Like there's just a lot of characters that struggle really hard versus early game CCR. Athena's been like the standard one oh. for years and years. Yeah. Um, I just think it, it just limits like God pool diversity when you can get like you're halfway capping a stat at like, you know, two minutes into the game, three minutes into the game, like, and it just completely screws CC. So that that's my biggest thing with it. I think the props, uh, I'm not as like mad about. Yeah, I agree. I think the CC CCR is the, is the main offender there. Speaking of Athena, um, Pretty spicy Athena change coming in the next patch. Oh, yeah. Confounded the taunt is now going to do damage. Just has some damage on it. Well, how much do you think that affects her in support in particular, Mike? Probably not that much. Like, she'll still have the same problems. I, I think she'll, like, she'll see more play, though, because I think she's probably... Anytime there's a bigger map and a new season and people are getting used to playing around both of those things, globals are just like inherently better. So I think because of that, she'll definitely get played. Her buff is definitely more to jungle and solo, like just being able to clear uh, easier, easier, I think helps them a lot. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, kind of what I said about tank boots, like you're going to feel like your taunt doing damage is like pretty nice. And then they're going to buy tank boots and you're not going to be able to kill the support. And if you want to try to kill carries, there's a lot of better characters than Athena. So, yeah, I think she's going to be nuts um, in solo jungle, maybe even support, because even though it's more impactful on those other two roles, imagine we just like, I don't know. Imagine that Athena just got 200 base damage I mean, I guess that that's in the situation where you're maxing confound, but I think you should be, especially now. Um, 
you just add 200 base damage into whatever ability you want. Like, if she hits the one, imagine it had two extra base, 200 extra base damage, or the, or, or the three. That's, like, a wild buff, right? Like, I think it's crazy. Uh, like, her value will also just be higher just because she is a flex pick, right? Like, it'd be yeah. different if... I don't know what other characters off the top of my head have, like, CCs that don't do damage, but... Not a lot. Alone, yeah, Kumba exactly. Kumba Mez? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I guess, like, if Kumba Mez had damage, like, maybe you see Kumba and Solo. You definitely still won't see him jungle, though, so... What do you mean? Kurt's gonna bring that out for sure. Kurt's coming back. <laughs> He's getting on a team. Jeez, man. And he's pulling out the Kumba jungle again, baby. Uh. That's that's where it is. Okay, wait. Yeah. I think if Kumba got damage on the initial Mez and then breaking it early, additional damage on the okay, Mez. What are you trying to do here, man? <laughs> like, I don't know. I Kumba's one of my least favorite characters. Kumba's such a boring character, man. He's so don't boring. Put him in the meta. Yeah, yeah. Ag- agreed. Barry, how? Uh, have you heard from Jeff Hinla since Athena got buffed? <laughs> I actually thought about that right when I saw it. I was like, oh, Jeff would have loved that. Um, yeah, I actually think she's going to be pretty good in solo for people that are already good at Athena solo. Because what Mike was saying earlier, I think people are just going to be bad against globals for a while and not be used to playing against globals because there are going to be so many other things they're trying to track on the map. Yeah. And then there's going to be Athena coming in. And you're like, oh, nice. Cool. Um, but also, I was thinking about all the times where I've been taunted at like one HP, and then she reaches me, and I just walk away, and I'm like, in all those situations, I'd be dead now. Yep. And I feel like there's so many situations where Athena is just like, you just walk away from her as like a one HP carry, and now you're dead in all those situations. I don't know if you can max a taunt now, like you were saying. I don't know if that's gonna feel too great. I, I don't think you'd straight max it. You'd probably put a couple points. I think you'd put like two or three points near three, and then max it. Mm. Yeah, that yeah. I think only like the three damage, and I think the cooldown. Does the cooldown go down? No, none of her no. cooldowns go down anymore. D- duration oh. duration goes er, goes up on the taunt as you level it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think she, she might still. She might be good in support. We'll see what like itemization and map flow. But I think her solo lane got better. And I don't know if there's any junglers that will play her right. Now. Dude, I think she's actually going to be a sick jungler. Like. Her three yeah, does think, a ton of damage already. No, I mean like SPL junglers. Yeah, I, I was gonna say there's just not like, you know, people who would have played her like Cherry is like no longer with us. Okay, I should not say that. That's <laughs> <laughs> is he okay? <laughs> Jesus, okay, that's on me. I'll take that. That's on me. <laughs> uh, yeah, like Cher- Cherry's not in the SPL. Like you know, obviously Kurt. So there's not really a lot of like, yo. You, you know, know who's gonna own with it is is Skungle Athena is gonna be nasty, man. The scary Cherry's coaching him up. You know he's gonna be telling him to play it. That could be true. I could see that. Scary. I don't know. I don't really recall Scary playing a ton of Athena solo, but I'm sure it's something that he's practiced at some point in his yeah. career. I don't know, man. I think Athena jungle is gonna be nuts. Uh, especially with Bumba's, like Bumba's is Bumba's hammer is so good on that character. Just getting eighty extra true, true damage oh, true. per reach auto and recharging your taunt and your dash to like, yeah. I think that character yeah, is gonna be good. What was the nerf to Bumba's hammer? Did it get nerfed? Um, I think for me, I thought it got it got nerfed in the most recent patch, but maybe I'm trolling. This What's patch or the upcoming one? Uh, either one. I thought I got nerfed, or like I thought I got like a slight like slap on the wrist or something. Let's check it out. Um, so I don't see it on the new patch. 
it went untouched apparently. Yeah, I thought that item was super OP and was going to get nerfed. Yeah, it doesn't I'm seem kinda... to... I think the... the Because a lot of the other jungle oh. items got changed. Like, Mannequins got some changes. Eye of the Jungle got some changes. Protector of the Jungle got nerfed. Um, so maybe that, you know, maybe it they're was... expecting some changes. On it was a set interaction that I was thinking about. Yeah. I was talking about this with some, with some friends earlier today. Do you guys think that set... Where do you place set in terms of overall strength among the cast? Do you guys think that uh, I think a lot of people expect set to be thought of as the as the best character in the game? I think he's close, but maybe not a lock for that spot. You mean for like SPL or for ranked? Um, let's do ranked. Let's do ranked. For for ranked, he's definitely like top like three yeah. or five or something. Yeah, like minimum. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think Guan's up there. I'd put like. Oh God, Guan! <laughs> Did you guys hear that? By the way. Yeah. What was yeah. that? All right, it's my dryer. I just have to open the door. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. Mike's Mike's multitasking. What a what a modern <laughs> man. Stand up and look super muscular on stream. Yeah, smart smart man. Oh wait, wait this is a good opportunity to run an ad. Hold on, I'm gonna run our ad right now. This is smart. Wait, no, Mike's gonna come back and he's not gonna know the ad's running, so I can't run the ad right now. That would have been so good, man. All right, wait. We're waiting for Mike to put his headphones back in. Okay, Mike, we're gonna run an ad real quick. We should have okay. done it whenever you were doing the thing, but I didn't because I'm dumb. But I didn't know you guys were running ads. We're running ads, baby. We'll be right back here on the backliner. Wait, can I check on my laundry then? Do I have time for that? Uh, no, it's like a 30-second ad, and, and or maybe it's like 15 seconds, and your mic's live the whole time. So just be ready for that. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Join Casino, your go-to destination for the best online poker, table games, progressive slots, and much more. Sign up with the promo code Ignition777 and deposit using Bitcoin to get 25 free spins on 777 Deluxe. Hugely. Good work, everyone. High fives all around. Clean, clean ad work there. Thank you. Thank you. And that's why you, uh, you all saw my face on camera before the podcast even started for that for that moment right there. It was my fault. Uh, listen, that's not. Uh, li we're doing our best here on the on the show. That's all. That's all I can ask for. Um, all right. What else uh, do we have? Was there any other questions I had for Mike? I don't even think there were. Again, daylight savings time. Like normally, <laughs> I'd be going live in thirty minutes. Like my brain isn't in the right spot. We should just get rid of daylight saving time, or, right? Yeah. Okay. That that is actually true. Yeah. Like we don't need it anymore yeah, right? nope, agreed but which end which which one is more optimal do you guys like what we just switched to or what we whatever just gets more daylight across the entire year is hmm. the better one agreed which one would Wait, give more daylight so across the one right now uh, uh yes technically yes yeah i think okay. so yeah. yeah okay so we're we're in the optimal part of the year now that's that's what, that's what we've decided I'm, I'm not changing my damn clock again <laughs> dude i was cooking dinner i was like wow it's only five o'clock like i've had a ton of time before the podcast and then i realized it was six o'clock it's been a whole ordeal oh, man. It, man. it has been a whole ordeal at least the worst was when we, i was like still in high school uh like that was the worst when you knew you had to wake up even mm -hmm. earlier and you like lost an hour of sleep that that would be that was tough man that was tough um all right brit's coming in and saving us because brit has another question for mike uh if you were to go with a non-guardian as a support what gods are you liking there baron rat things like that um 
So Baron is still my favorite character in the game. I played him once and he didn't feel that sick, I think. I actually do think the changes do help characters like that. Uh, stuff like Baron and Nox uh, are like the main mage supports. Uh, you could throw in like maybe like Hell, Afro, Isis was, would probably be like the other three. Um, but mage supports in general, I think get buffed a little bit by Invader's Curse being like throughout the whole jungle because you don't have to worry about your level one as much. And some of those characters have like a pretty decent level two. Uh, that being said, you're also like taking a tank out of your comp. So you kind of have to find that elsewhere. So if people play like Athena jungle, for example, mm -hmm. you could do like Athena jungle with the Nox support or something like that. And that's like a combo you could try. But uh, as far as like assassins, I think I played a lot of Fenrir at the end of last year and he got buffed. So uh, I haven't played him really, but I'd assume he still feels fine. And then there's like, yeah, Sir Cat didn't feel great to me. So I'd probably say like Fenrir is probably the best assassin, maybe Naja, and then uh, Rat's probably fine. And then just like any of those mages, I didn't really count warriors in there, but mm. yeah, a ton of warriors are good for sure. Listen, it's been a hotly debated topic here on the show, how OP Nox's kit is or how bad Nox's kit is. From a zoomed out perspective, I think Nox might have the most broken kit in the whole game. She's broken. <laughs> Barra thinks she sucks. No, I think she's broken. I just think everyone sucks with her. No, Barry, we've argued about this 5,000 times. Yeah, yeah, and I said... That she was OP, just people don't know how to play as her. No, 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 Chad, back me up here. The noobs, the noobs always go for the 2-1 combo, and it's a Right, it's bad. You always just won. Yeah, you just won. Dude, yeah. that is... I'm getting gaslighted by Barra right now. Bro, I remember talking about that on the podcast. No, he, you said that you thought she sucked. And I That's said, no, she's sucks. OP. Wait, you, I said, no, she's OP. People are just bad at her. You took my argument and you're framing <laughs> it as your own. Well, either way, it's my argument now. I mean, <laughs> what, what, what I said doesn't matter anymore. It's my argument now. And uh, I'm not sure if I am right, but I'm pretty sure I was right. <laughs> Anyways, everyone sucks with her because they always go for the 2-1 combo. And that's, yeah. I feel like I'm losing my mind. Whatever, my, man. Okay, Tailbone literally has my back. He knows. Right, Tailbone's knows. the one person in chat that that says that you aren't gaslighting me, man. That's uh, th that's the way it goes. They're, uh, they're lying. No, right. Mike, <laughs> Nox is OP from a conceptual standpoint, right? Like, her ultimate is, her ult is, like, broken. I think her yeah, ult is so broken. The effect of her ult is really, really good, and her, like, the types of CC she has is, like, really, really valuable. Um, pretty much just, like, knockups are the only thing really better, or, like, a pluck, I guess. But, but yeah, the, the only issue with Nox, I feel like, is her one change really doesn't seem like it helped mid laners at all. Like, she doesn't really do the job that you need a mid to do. So her dash kind of gets wasted in a lot of roles, honestly. Like, the double dash mechanic kind of, like... It never really comes up, I feel like. Right. Um, so, yeah, that, that's definitely her, like, weakest ability. She, she's fine. She's not broken, but she's fine. Yeah, I, I mean... Cool go ahead. If, um, if more characters had, like, Nox-like kits as mages, and then were just mage supports. Yeah. I feel like that's, like, a completely untouched area for Smite. 
You mean like having like the guardian base stats? Uh, mage base stats, but like a mage kit focused around peel or CC slash setup oh. and like that style instead of like just like raw damage. Um, I feel like that'd be cool, like a league style support, but I mean, that exists, right? It's just like, like Baron is that type of kit, right? Yeah, I, I think the like five mages I said earlier, I think you could make that argument with all of them. Maybe Hell less so because like yeah. one of her stance is pretty much just damage. But like if you read Afro's kit, and, like if you, just, if, if you read just the tooltips, okay, and you like forgot the god name or whatever, like just the effects of her kit seems like it should be a support. It's like mm-hmm. a, a, a link that like gives you like your teammate damage increase and you're like... It's just a lot of CC. You're healing your teammate. You're like giving them immunity. Like everything in her kit could very easily just be slapped on a guardian, and it would be really sick. I think the the problem with those characters are just like it's hard to play them support because their lane gets really screwed and their base stats are just really bad late game, and it's hard to play them mid because they just like don't brawl as well, with the exception of Hell, and that's like about it. But the other four of them, like Baron and Afro, you kind of have to. Unless they're like OP, like you know they kind of were at the end of last year, then it's kind of hard to play them against mages. You just like out clear, out pressure you, out rotate you. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think that. I mean, you're right that Afro's kid in particular very much feels like it should be in whatever lane you can two v two in, and I think that you know there's a reason that Afro is super broken and like three v three joust, but it's as soon as you don't get as much farm and can't stay as tanky because of your base stats that you end up kind of falling behind in that, in that respect. And, and, you know, the, the league, the way that league supports like mage supports really work is, you know, they've got some of their characters are just a lot of the mage supports. They have a little bit of CC, but a lot of times you're just like puking damage. That's like, Mm -hmm. they just go, Yeah. yeah, we don't care about you getting that much farm. Your base stats are all just insane. You get one item and you're good to go, and you can Who's just own fire people. guy brand. That Dude, guy's he does. Fun. He does way too much damage, bro. That character just pukes damage, and that's what I mean. Like you wouldn't look at that character and smite and think, "Oh, that's a support." You know what I mean? It, yeah, it's well, very good. different. Yeah, I mean they're they're just like game mechanics are just totally different. Like their laning phase and everything. Yeah, their laning phase lasts so much longer. And the gold disparity between roles is also much, much bigger um, than it is in... in the ransom time is longer as well. Yes. Which, like, that makes a huge difference. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's a whole lot of differences there. But I agree. I think that, you know, we could see the Dardaz Agni support, and that's that's pretty attuned to, to what League kind of does. But it's just the, mm-hmm. the games are so different that... It doesn't really work that way here. You know what's uh, kind of interesting? Like, mm-hmm. off the the healers, like, if you think about a lot of the physical healers, like, Guan, for his heal to actually do a lot, it's kind of conditional on his passive, and Horus heal doesn't really, like, it doesn't scale super hard, just, like, the base heal, and that's kind of all it is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty interesting the way they approached nerfing healing this offseason, because a lot of the... The only really egregious like healers are those mages. It's just Afro and Hell. It's pretty much only those two, honestly. Like maybe Ra as well, actually. But Ra, it's like the other effects on his three. Like the prots are really annoying. Right. But 
outside of those three, like Chang'e's not a super crazy like healer out of combat or in in combat. And I think it would have been interesting to give those healers more of just a focus on just like their base healing alone and not have it scale off power. Cause like an Afro, for example, it's hard to play her in a tank role because your heal just does nothing. Like mm-hmm. you'll, you'll heal for like 200 late game through all the ticks. And that's before like anti-heal, maybe it's like three or whatever, um, 300. But I wonder if they had changed the base of that, I feel like it would help those type of characters be a little bit more flexible with what role you want. And I think Afro is just such an annoying god that people don't really want that, understandably so. But I think it would be interesting to have more of those utility-style roles because I think it could just be the way the players are or it could just be like how fast you get items as a carry. But I feel like for a pretty long time, there's been a pretty big focus on just like having a lot of like individual pressure and damage through like each class um Mm -hmm. since season six pretty much like you play the junglers that you know would proc heartseeker the best or crusher the best you would play the mages that would push the wave the best and abuse soul reaver and stuff like that and through those like metas that are defined by those items it's pretty hard to play characters that have really good like utility answers even if they would fit the meta because you just you get suffocated out of the map pretty much Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's just kind of one of the one of the difficult parts of MOBA design is that yeah. you really like you want to the game is already so complex. Like you there is no more intimidating genre of game to, to, to start a new version of or something like that for a player. Um, and then to do to say, oh, yeah, well, most characters scale off power, but this one doesn't or this one scales off protections from items or this one scales off only level you know things like that that can increase the how interesting the game is and give you uh more diversity in characters also like ends up hindering you in a lot of ways uh so i don't know i think that's interesting bear any any thoughts on that i was thinking maybe they make a six class that's like a utility class but i don't know if like we're this late in smite so i don't know if that's a realistic thing mm-hmm. but i mean i feel like people would complain if like they took afro out of the mage tab and put her in the guardian tab because everyone like yeah. always loved building power on her and it's like oh my stuff doesn't scale with power anymore um but yeah i've just always thought that more diversity and support's good i i hated the whole like season three invade meta yeah like that that style i guess because it's just not fun to play um but i think there's more diversity in the support god pool i think there already is a lot of support god or support diversity but i guess just not in the direction that i want like i think two between with a mage would be more fun than two between with like a guardian yeah uh, i think that just because you've two v two'd with a guardian for years at that point uh, just grass is always greener and uh in some ways i had one more oh i had something that popped into my head and now now i'm forgetting it stupid daylight saving what if i just like that that's just like my bit for the rest of my life like it's more like in june and you're probably like god it's march really like really just pounded me yeah i really ground my gears man that uh that i don't know man daylight saving stays undefeated i can't get past it i don't know I got nothing. My brain's off. That's the that's the way it goes sometimes here on the Backliners podcast. Um, all right, I think it's time for our uh, for our random question of the week, um, brought to you by 
my green cup. <laughs> <It's> oh. <next. laughs> yeah, I don't know. We're you know we're working. It was on a that. bit there. We're working. Well, it is. Um, it's just okay. Oh, it will be. Uh, brought to you by my Smite scuff controller. There you go. That's who's sponsoring this week's um, perfect random question of the week. Um, you know, it's almost time. It feels like we're we're getting close to getting back to normal. We're we're getting some, my, my wife's getting vaccinated soon because she's a uh, she's oh, a school yeah. teacher. The world is about to open up again at some point. You know, once everyone has has done what they're supposed to do and 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 gone and got the vaccine. And we were talking today about what we wanted to do as soon as we were vaccinated. Like, what's the first the first few things that we're going to do? And here was my idea. This was so smart, by the way. And she she was not a fan, and I didn't get it. I was saying that we, we've been eating at home for the last year plus. We should go. We should not eat at home for a whole week. We should go and eat at a restaurant Whoa. every day for a whole week. And we can hit all of our favorite spots again. And we, it would just feel good. Wouldn't that if be John awesome? I want to do that with you. I'll be your wife. Like, Thank you, Mike. <laughs> no. Yes, I do. Uh, that's a good idea, right? Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I would just feel bad about all the money. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, that's what she said too. You just dine and dash. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't do that. I'm sorry. Some punchlines aren't good, man. Some no, that. No, I think that's solid. I think. Um, I think what I'm going to do instead is just accept that uh, money is a social construct. Mm. Um, yeah, and not think about it. Right. I think that's what I'm gonna do instead. Can you do that with daylight savings time? Um, in some ways, yeah, it is a social construct. Um, Drop my thing. But if I, but if I just said it wasn't 8:48 p.m. anymore and it was 7:48 p.m., I would show up an hour late for the podcast. Everyone would be really mad at me. You know or what I mean? The like it wouldn't podcast work. in your head just got changed to seven now. What are you guys saying, man? I should talk to Aaron about I'm it. That's still a good idea. to help him out, dude. No, that's a I'm good idea. Hard. Maybe it's 7 p.m. now. Until until my body adjusts, we're going at 7 p.m. for the Backliners podcast. That's uh, that's the game plan. Anyways, what are what are some what are some things you guys are looking forward to once uh, once the vaccinations roll through? My biggest thing is going to concerts because I've been to a concert in like 15, 16 months now, and it's driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. So whenever concerts come back and are fully scheduled, I will be going to as many as I can. And yeah. Losing all of my hearing. <laughs> and all of your money. Every, that's the thing, man. And all man. my money. They're, they're just, it's just another way to, to get us from our money. By the way, everyone's like, man, aggro must be rolling in it. I'm down to go to Zaxby's and eat, eat in the dining room at Zaxby's, okay? <laughs> uh, that's not a problem for me. That's one of my favorite spots. I'm excited about that potentially that's that's what i'm looking forward to uh mike how about you uh i thought about it a lot this off season actually but i kind of would want to like actually travel and go on like a real vacation i don't think i i don't think i've taken a vacation since like middle school like a middle school like family like beach trip pretty much i don't think i've like done that since then so it's been like at least 10 years so i'd probably try to go somewhere Little, little travel action. Maybe we should. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a good. That'd be a good idea. Maybe we just get the get a little gang together, hit the beach or just hit go somewhere in general. Hit restaurants. Yeah. yeah, dude, we could travel and go to restaurants at the same yeah, time. Wherever has the best food, that's where. I, I mean, I 
I would definitely want to like sightsee or like maybe like a hike or do stuff like that. All right, Mike, traveled, I got it. No, no, no. I Screw know. all I that. I've got to be eating food at all times. I've got a much better plan. I've never mm-hmm. been there. I don't know if you have, but we're pretty close to Nashville. We aren't that far from Nashville. I not. Nashville. I would slam that. Everything in Nashville, I would absolutely. Hot chicken. Barbecue yes, dude. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, what if we just went dollar. and we did a hot ch- Nashville hot chicken tour? Yeah. And then, dude, we start our, we start a YouTube channel. Okay. We should start a YouTube channel where we just compare foods because we love to eat and it's like my favorite thing. And we, we just, we, we go and we compare all of the different Nashville hot chicken places in Nashville. That's good content. Right? Yeah, it is. But like, what, we don't have any credentials for that, man. We're you just don't need here. it. Mike, you bulked up to 390, okay? Your credentials shouldn't be questioned by anybody. Okay. Some, some would say we hit 400. It's, uh, it's <laughs> uncertain. It's uncertain. All right. Well, there's yeah. your credentials. Mine are that uh, I'm gonna be there and I'm gonna be telling some jokes. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sling, slinging some zingers out there, and people are gonna like me for it. So that's that's the idea. Good plan. Great I'm, plan. I hate content, man. Dude, I know, and we'll call it hot ones. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Dude. All right. Clearly, we've uh, we've run our course here on the back line You've today. Evolved. That implies that I was ever evolved to begin with. So uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that ever. Uh, thanks everybody for listening and for watching. Make sure you're uh, tuning in to to Barracuda's Twitch streams and mine if I decide to do one anytime in the next five years. Mike won't, so quit asking him. Um, Make sure you're giving us a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that kind of stuff. And checking out all of the prediction shows. They've got a bunch of different shows across a bunch of different esports. And you guys should be checking them out. I think we have a sweet guest lined up for next week that I'm still not going to spoil because I still need to confirm that he's good. But he thinks he is. So we're going to come in with a cool show next Cheerio. week. Hopefully. <laughs> it isn't Cherio, but I'm down to I'm down to get Cherry on the pot. I miss I miss that guy. <laughs> oh, is it The Rock? <laughs> why would you spoil our guest man how did you know that the rock is a is a giant fan of uh, of the show um all right we'll catch you guys next time here on the backliners barry do the thing <laughs> oh my god man we daylight savings is not an excuse for a horrible outro like that man why you laugh man who made you That's laugh not fair. you did how I don't know. You just said something kind of funny and I chuckled a bit during my bite. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. 
at hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.